Yeah, yeah. that makes sense. Mm. All right, so we're going me, you, Lizzie, Steve. We're doing a Z. We're doing a Z. Z, Z. Fancy. Cool. And uh, all right, we ready? What's the name of it again? <laughs> Keep it simple. Keep Stupid. It simple. Are we doing the noise cancellation? Yes. Oh, green. Everybody's green. Everybody's green. All right. Did you guys know that green's my favorite color? Did is it know? really? We do now. Green's my favorite color and Ocean Avenue is my favorite song. Please off Ocean Avenue. How do those two correlate in any way, shape, or form? I don't know. Everyone has favorites. She does want us to have two pieces of information. 21 is my lucky number. Icebreakers. Two, two fun facts. Two fun facts. Go for it. 21 is my lucky number. I already gave you three, so. Oh, okay. Yeah, go for it. I was on a recreational travel league for duck pin bowling as a kid. Wait. There was, there Wait. was nowhere. I wasn't sure. I don't understand anything of what you just where said. Where you were going with that? Like I heard recreational and I was like, hmm. So duck, duck pin bowling. Duck pin bowling is only a mid-Atlantic thing. The ball's like this big. Uh-huh. You get three rolls per, per frame instead of two. Uh-huh. Have you never seen this? And I was on a travel league oh, as a kid no. from like the age of like, probably like nine until like 16. And what's your second iceberg? If you start off that that's strong. A do, that's a doozy by itself. You that can is just, a doozy. Just, just take that and be, be, be happy. Steve? <laughs> oh, God. Steve's white. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> that's wrong. Yeah. That's about it. <laughs> we'll just leave it there. Yo. Uh, two icebreakers? Yeah. Uh, okay. Or one. I... <laughs> was really close to being on Sesame Street. I believe it. Yeah. Were you going to be a Muppet? (laughs) No, I didn't mean that. (laughs) You just got real vulnerable with this. I know. You just like, I opened up. You like like, drop kicked his heart. (laughs) Anyway, on that note, (laughs) welcome back to Fail Better, Suck Less, the podcast with all things fitness related. Nice and chill, laid back on the couch, just chilling. We have our owner here, uh, gym owner, John Weeks. We have coach Lizzie Hope. We have coach Steve Smith and yours truly, Giovanni. What do you do here? That's a great question. That's a great question. Currently he hosts. I mean, I'm coach. I host this podcast. I am the voice of Tut Temple. Ooh, okay. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, today's topic, <laughs> we're going over just keeping it simple, very much like this podcast, very chill, very relaxed, but we're going to go through one by one and we're just going to talk about uh, the top three simple things that you can do to get results from your training. So we all wrote down a couple of things and we're going to go in a very Z zigzag formation, right? Starting with so, you, Lizzie? I'm starting with John. Yeah. Starting with John. So sorry. Building in importance. Building importance, so starting with less importing and working our way up. Uh, first, first one. I have. mean, what, you mean the, the topics, not people. <laughs> Geo's face. Gotcha. <laughs> wow, you're right. Well, no, I mean, I don't think anybody think thought that. Yeah, okay. what? Geo's face. Geo's been here too long. Yeah, Everybody. Good. Yes. In terms of topic importance. Correct. Yes. Correct. All right. All right. So John, how about you dig us out? All of right. So my, so my third, my third topic was drink more water and less of everything else. Um, I think this is a very, very simple one, but a lot of people do not drink enough water. Uh, even people that think they drink enough water do not drink enough water. 
Uh, very few people drink too much water, which can be a thing. Make sure you're getting enough salt. But other than that, uh, cutting out the other things like the sugary drinks and the alcohol, if you replace that with water, you will recover better and feel better overall. Quick question, quick, quick question. Quick How question. many of these should we drink a day, roughly? At least three. How many is, what is that? Is I that a know. liter? Is that a 36? I don't know. 32? Let's go with 36. Then more. I, so I try to do three liters a day, um, but you know everybody's different, but really you should be drinking water anytime you're thirsty. Cool. Right? What do you think of those huge water jugs that have like- Like the whole day here? mapped out? Exactly, exactly. If they I mean, if it makes you drink more water, yeah. Yeah, I think, it, I think very few people actually drink enough water. And even like for weight loss, for example, if you drink more water, a lot of times you will retain less water yeah. because you have more water just flowing through your system all the time. And if you're taking creatine? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, anytime you're doing anything that's gonna tax your kidneys, you want more fluids. Water. For sure, for yeah. sure. All right. That's it. Does Diet Coke count as water? No. <laughs> coffee, I heard. One cup of coffee you can count as water. Can you though? That's what I heard. Yeah, I mean, it's a diuretic, but it doesn't actually significantly dehydrate you. Oh. I yeah. count one cup of coffee. I don't count my four, I count one. Gotcha. But if you're counting coffee, you probably drink more water. Oh, I definitely, yeah. Okay. All right. All right. My turn. You're up, sir. Uh, mine is pretty straightforward. It's treat yourself. Be kind to yourself. Acknowledge. Uh, acknowledge your, your accomplishments. I think I hear it most from a lot of members who are maybe starting off or have hit a plateau. Mm -hmm. uh, they, they can be really hard on themselves where it's like constantly trying to just demean their progress or what they're doing you know like yeah you hit this plateau this plateau is amazing you know like you've hit a certain point in your training be nice to yourself treat yourself be go out celebrate these mm -hmm. little things i mm -hmm. uh, i think that's worth acknowledging that's mm -hmm. worth recognizing in your own training uh, and that to me keeps me going you know it keeps me sane as well for my training cool yeah. No, I think that that's the negative self-talk is something that's been beat into a lot of us for a very long time. So having a place where you feel comfortable acknowledging your own progress is important for sure. And then we see enough of our members like on a day-to-day -day basis where we see it or yeah. we've seen them for three months. I'm like, yo, mm -hmm. yeah. this is crazy. Your engine has significantly gotten better. Yeah. And well, they don't necessarily see the progress, right? It's like the thing where uh, they talk about like looking at yourself in the mirror every yeah. day. Mm -hmm. You don't see it when it's just all the time in front of your face, but then you go back and you look at like a, a picture from like six months ago, you're like, yeah. whoa, yeah. you know? Uh, we, I think, see it because we, we know to look more for the objective things. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, you're moving more weight. Oh, you're running at a faster pace, whatever it is. But having that reminder from the coach or your support system or whoever, I think is super important. Yeah, and especially sure. like if you take programming into account, right? You're you're looking at maybe eight plus weeks of a cycle easily. Right? Yeah. So over the period of that, you know, time when you test and then retest, yep. you know, measuring your fitness there is probably more important than the day in day out of did I do well? Absolutely. Right. Yeah. And treat you yourself. You know, buy yourself that Metcon nine. <laughs> buy yourself that extra set That's of two times you plug them. Vori. Yeah. You definitely see it a lot in weightlifting though, like especially when people are learning to weightlift, they're so hard on themselves. Mm. And I remind people all the time, like I've been doing this for a long time and I still don't do it right 100% of the time. So yeah, definitely acknowledge where you started and where you are. For sure. By yourself, Lulu. <laughs> 
Um, I guess it's my turn. I'm it the, is. I'm the third point of the Z. Uh, we're going to take our recovery days seriously. Um, we've talked about this in previous podcasts, but like when you work out, you break your muscle down. Um, and in order to actually get stronger and build your muscle up, they need to recover. Eight hours of sleep, water, mm -hmm. um, keeping your stress at a certain level, um, eating the right foods, eating the right amount of foods. Take your recovery seriously. I don't think enough people really understand what like recovery is and sometimes active recovery mm -hmm. is yeah. a full blown workout. And I'm like, yeah. Yeah. go for a walk, take get step away from the gym or come in here and stretch. Mm -hmm. Do some animal flow. Hey, there you go. Let's go. What do you think on that? Like oh, animal recovery? Well, it's a, it's recovery, about, especially for you today. Yeah. So, which you, so you today did. was my first workout back since my cancer surgery. Um, did a little bit animal animal flow and did a little bit of running on the air runner. Um, can I we, mean, it was hard. Can we edit the surveillance video of him doing animal flow in here right now? <laughs> yes, one hundred percent. It was it was taxing for sure. I think a lot of it, but in general, moving your body is always a good idea. Mm. But I think a big part of it for uh, to make it a recovery or a rest day, get out of your own head about how fast are you going? Mm -hmm. How much weight are you moving? Are you competing with anyone else? Like just move your body for the sake of it feeling good. Mm -hmm. And like maybe enough to break a little bit of a sweat just so that you are going to get some like things happening hormonally in your body to help recover, but it should not be intense, right? Most of what we do in here is very intense and you can actually do that too much very easily. Yeah. So having that time to like mentally and physically unplug, it's important for sure. Yeah. So <laughs> uh, my you know topic here is gonna be just being open to feedback. Um, coaches are there to help you. You know, other members in the gym are there to help you. They are there for encouragement. Um, just because you do something one way and you've been doing it that way your whole, you know, career or journey through, mm. you know, CrossFit or whatever it may be, doesn't mean it's necessarily the best way or the, you know, most efficient way. Um, they all want to see you do better. So, you know, sometimes being a little bit humble and accepting that, you know, I don't know everything. It's mm. important. Mm. I mean, I think the, the question is, why are you here? Right? If you're if you're in a gym like this, it would be because you want the coaching, I would right. think, right? Otherwise, join a Globo gym and go do your thing over in the corner, right? But yeah, no, I think that that feedback is super important. And it's also, I would apply it even more so to coaches too. So when you've been doing this for a long time, it's so easy to get stuck in your own routine, mm -hmm. doing your own program on the off hours, whatever. The second you get real feedback from somebody that's paying attention, it will help expose things that you're glossing over or avoiding big time. Yeah, absolutely. Can I add one more? Mm -hmm. It's like expansion. Ask questions. If you don't mm. know why we you know, are saying something or if you don't know why something's written the way it is, ask. Yeah. Because we are mm. happy to talk to you about it. Mm -hmm. But more you won't know if you feel like you're afraid to ask those questions yeah. because I'm sure other people in the room probably have that same thought. Yeah. And let's be honest. I mean, we we know what it looks like when someone has a question. Standing in a room coaching, yeah. I can look at someone and be like, just ask, the, just ask mm, the question. Right. I can see that you're thinking. Yeah. What? 
Sometimes, so just ask but I, I, I get surprised sometimes. People will throw something out, and I'm like, I had no idea that you <laughs> yeah. did not know how to do this. Like, you've been here this long. Yeah. It, you, it, it can surprise you. Yeah. It, it's definitely important. And I think that having, again, the comfort of if I bring this out, I'm not going to get, you know, clowned for it or right. something like that. It's like, that's a big part right. of it. It's like, that. that's kind of the culture of coaching, right? It's like, you want people to ask, but if people are intimidated to ask, yeah. they're not going to ask. They're not going to ask. So... And it's ask, ask, ask. That's very specific. Also, I, I feel as a coach that when I've gotten like feedback from you, who mm -hmm. you're always at, like at the noon class, you know, it, it helps. And at first I think it's always jarring a little bit to your pride, to your ego, because I, I, I want to say for the most part, like, yo, I thought I was doing great. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like for the most part, yeah, you mm -hmm. are. Mm -hmm. Here's this one little bit that you could fine tune, mm -hmm. yeah. you know, there's always something that you can improve always. on. Uh, and just getting that little bit of feedback presented in a way that's also constructive, mm -hmm. right? If you're gonna just break somebody down, you know, yeah, you can ruin that kind of relationship and being, you know, setting up that means for anybody to come up to you. Right. Uh, yeah. So I think it's hella important. Yeah. Your and approach it, is everything. And, and I think that it's, if you look, make the analogy to your fitness, right? If you spend the majority of your time on the things that you are weakest in, you're going to make the most progress. And the same thing's true as a coach. Like if you really lean into the things that you struggle with, you're going to make the most progress as a coach also. Mm -hmm. Right. We're mm -hmm. going to pull Uno reverse. You're, yeah, my turn. Uno reverse. My turn. Okay. I'm doing oh, my second most okay, important because, because it fits in really well with the second most important thing to keep things simple uh -huh. is work your weakness. Hey, what? nice call. John tried to steal my Audible. thunder. Sorry. <laughs> Took it back. Um, work your weakness. The best, the best like example I can give of this is we see a lot of people in here, um, in this gym specifically that have issues with overhead squatting, whatever the issue may be. Mm. What do we tell people every time? Empty bar. Empty bar, three sets of five, three sets of 10 for mm. warm up every day or every mm. time that you're in here. Pause warming in up. the bottom. Pause mm. in the bottom. Work it. Work your weaknesses. I know me personally, single leg super i need to work that a lot more so like mm. lunges split squats single leg deadlifts like just work your weaknesses just what whatever you're bad at do more of it and you'll probably end up liking it eventually mm -hmm. maybe i mean i think especially <laughs> for your weaknesses once it makes sense mm -hmm. then you start enjoying it then yeah. you're able to kind of go oh yeah this katrin david stutter in one of the fittest on earth mm -hmm. uh, documentaries she talks about the snatch and about it being this majestic, beautiful lift. Like what's once it's up in the air and whatever exactly she says, but I've been doing it, it wrong my whole life. Well, I, when I first started CrossFit, I was like, I hate the snatch, yeah. everything about the snatch. I what never feel this. I never, ever feel this. But once I got good coaching, mm -hmm. once it made sense, I was going now, now it makes sense. Now it feels that way. Yeah. But you have to work on it. You have to work it a you lot. Know? And it's going to be yeah. frustrating. I probably have more sessions that are going to be more frustrating mm -hmm. and probably constructive yeah. at the beginning, but you just got to keep yeah. at it. Yeah. I don't think there's any better feeling as an athlete, though, like doing a workout that would have crushed you six months or a year ago because it had like three things that you were terrible at yep. in it. Mm -hmm. And then you do that workout and you're like, that was pretty good. Yeah. Flight simulator. It's like a <laughs> flight simulator. Good example. <laughs> It's like can't get past five ever. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. For those of small. you, for those of you who don't know, Flight Simulator is dubs. 
So it's nothing but dubs. Nothing but nothing. It's got to be unbroken. Increasing by fives, right? Yeah, so five all the way up to 50. And then back down. And back down, but every set has to be unbroken. So I should start doing that twice a week is what you're saying. And you have to stop in between. So it's fine. what? Stop. Well, no, just like you, you can't you rest just go as five needed. between so sets. So it's unbroken until it's not, and then it's... <laughs> no, it's unbroken, you then just, you rest between sets. Got it. So you basically rest as much as you feel got like it. you need to, yeah. just keep it unbroken yeah. on the next set. I would set. tell people that, like, okay, you got the 20 unbroken, right? If you mess up on your attempt at 25, you go back, go back down. down. <laughs> I'll do that. That's I'll just do that mean. Scared. Why? That's Why are you like this? I told them I was kidding afterwards. Yeah. All right, All right, so am I going back on this one now? Okay, so uh, this one is actually one that I was terrible at until relatively recently, um, but have a hard stop time at night. So when you're getting ready to go to bed, have a, have a time that is set in your schedule that all the screens go away mm-hmm. and you start your evening routine, whatever that is. Um, by having that as a pretty firm rule, your quality of sleep is going to go through the roof. You're also mm. going to find that you're not really any less productive. Most of the stuff that you're doing in that last hour to two hours, you can easily do the next day. Um, so it's being, it makes you more efficient with the time that you have, and you're going to wake up feeling way better. 1,000%. Nailed on the head. And you know what? Your phones have an option of literally just shutting down all notifications. Literally. Literally, literally. I Do I like say that often? Is you that say you literally all the anyway. time. So <laughs> I feel like that side of the couch is like very good at this. And then the night owls over here. What are you talking about? I'm not always on my phone. It's, <laughs> it's, I think it's really important. Put your phone on that bedtime app. But then or how whatever, can I text you? You know, all the time. That's why I ignore you. Um, just turn off your notifications. You don't, after a certain point, you really don't need to be responding to anything, emails, whatever it may be. And I think this also goes for people's work life as well, mm-hmm. right? You have to be able to turn off work and leave it at that. I'm not gonna go too much into that, but, <laughs> but some of y'all need to go to sleep and stop taking work home mm-hmm. and Instagram and TikTok and whatever. I don't have TikTok, so you're not talking to me? You're up. Item number two. Item number two. Uh, Focusing on mobility and full range of motion before loading or adding more things on. Uh, I think, at least for me, that's been a very significant factor for just my training overall. Uh, My ankle mobility, my hip flexor mobility, um, being comfortable at the bottom of an overhead squat, which is what we talk about, you know, constantly, right? So in my classes, when we do our warm up and we're warming up with the PVC, it's so great seeing the classes just sit under the PVC for the amount of time that we do. Mm-hmm. And it's because ankle mobility has been focused on. It's because we've opened up our hips. Mm-hmm. But, you know, if, if you're finding for whatever lift, whatever movement it may be, and you're barely managing it, at least for me, what I have found is I'd rather focus on those specifics, making sure the lift looks clean, it looks the way it should be, whether it's toe to bars, whether it's pull-ups, whatever it be. I want to focus on that first instead of just going, okay, I barely got my pull-ups. Now I got to get chest to bar. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Take, take slow steps. Oh, it's, focus just like, on one. it's like we have this with uh, snatch a lot 
right? Where people can power snatch more than they can squat snatch. Mm -hmm. Yes. And instead of fixing it early, mm -hmm. they'll continue to power snatch until they can't. Yeah. And then you got to go back and try to fix the last three years of yeah. not knowing how to squat snatch. And how do you do that when you know you can get this huge power snatch over your head mm -hmm. and then you have to go back down to the barbell? It's just, so it's just accepting the humility piece of it. And I think that's a huge part of your longevity as an athlete. If you can be humble enough to be coached and be humble enough to take the load down, mm -hmm. do the pause work, do the technique work, do the tempo work, do all of the things that are like the unsexy things mm -hmm. that don't add weight to the bar today, but they'll add weight to the bar three years from now. Yeah. It, I mean, it pays dividends. And Really, if you think about it from a longevity standpoint, like when we're all 80, 90, 100 years old, if we can still do like a full depth squat or a full depth lunge or reach over our head like this, like we're healthier than 99.9% .9 of the general population. Yeah. Agreed. Right? Yeah. I have older clients who I train who are in their 70s. And to your point of like, give yourself credit and, and do that kind of thing. The fact that she can do like walking lunges unassisted yes. across yeah, the floor. Man most 70 year olds can't do that you know mm -hmm. but i think that that's kind of lost in the short term for a lot of yeah. people so just having that end in mind i think is super helpful yeah cool is it no it's to me yeah so my topic for you know training with a purpose um a lot of people come into barbell or they'll come to crossfit and they just want to sweat that's awesome right? You're increasing your fitness. That is your purpose, right? If you are doing a barbell program with us, you are focusing on the technique to move the barbell more efficiently. The weight will follow, right? When you're in CrossFit, if you're trying to increase your aerobic capacity, that is your purpose, mm -hmm. right? Do not get caught up in trying to do everything under the sun at the same time, because mm -hmm. you're going to do a, you're probably going to burn yourself out. Mm -hmm. And then B, you're not going to get better at any of those things mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. you're just so scrambled across the board, yeah. right? If you know that this is a weakness of yours, you know, dial it in, mm -hmm. right? Focus on that one thing for four weeks. It doesn't have to be a long period mm -hmm. of time, mm -hmm. right? Make sure that that is your sole purpose. If there's a workout that you know you want to attack, that's what your focus is. Flight simulator. Mm -hmm. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Well, I mean, we did it twice in yeah. probably like a month. Mm -hmm. And that's crazy. You could clearly tell the people who were working on it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They did better. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And I think that it's easy to fall into the trap as a CrossFit person because you're here. It's such a broad range of skills. If you're not dialing anything in, you're just showing up, like you'll make progress yeah. for at least mm -hmm. for a, a while. But throw in like, I'm going to do a local throwdown, right? Mm -hmm. All of a sudden your training gets way more intense mm -hmm. because you are mentally geared towards that thing or a weightlifting meet mm -hmm. or like anything really. I want to learn how to do double unders. Okay. Every time you're in here, all of a sudden there's a rope in your hand when before it was you avoiding that thing. Yeah. Right. So I think, uh, that's a great one because a lot of people spin the wheels a lot. So, yeah. <laughs> Scared me yeah. for a second. <laughs> Train yeah. with intention like and yeah. Train. Just... I yeah. You'll hear me say a lot in classes. I'm not going to be picky mm -hmm. until I am. Um, mostly weightlifting. 
it's like the, the purpose of learning mm-hmm. is to just get your body comfortable with the movement. I'm not going to be using all the terms you'll hear me use when I coach you or when mm-hmm. I coach someone mm-hmm. who is, has so much experience, but focus on learning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's the purpose when you first come in. Like, I'm not yeah. saying if, if you're in the learning stage, that's your focus, but focus on that for the first four weeks, then mm-hmm. move on. Absolutely. So, and I think this it goes along with saying it all, but you go into a workout, know what your mm-hmm. strategy is, mm-hmm. you know, how you're going to tackle. I think for the most part, we'll go over as coaches and tell you the stimulus of the workout. And if you're able to already dissect it right from the beginning, I mean, great. You mm-hmm. know, as a coach, you watch and you just go, you killed it. Mm-hmm. You did it at your own style, your own way, mm-hmm. because you know, total bars are your weaknesses, mm-hmm. you know, whatever it may be. I just saw somebody kill it in there knowing their strategy right from the beginning. Mm-hmm. Like, nope, I'm breaking it up this way because I know how this affects me. Yeah. Bravo. Last. You know, that's, that's a great feeling from a coach mm-hmm. hearing that. Yeah. It's like you learned, yeah. mm-hmm. you learned. Last thing on that. If you don't know the strategy, ask mm-hmm. what a good strategy is. Mm-hmm. I ask Gio whenever I do CrossFit twice a week, I ask Gio <laughs> what my strategy is going to be. He knows my strengths. He knows my weaknesses. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know a CrossFit strategy to save my life. Mm-hmm. Geo, what what's my strategy? Try Smart. not to puke. Smart. Who's next? I think it's Lizzie. Me. Yeah. All right. Last one. Most important. Mm-hmm. No wait, wait. Oh yeah. 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 Okay. Most important. Now take it with a grain of salt. It it's gonna come off like you need you need to do this. No questions asked. But follow a program. And I don't mean go buy a program online. And I don't mean you have to do CrossFit programming every day, seven days a week. What I mean is, we've kind of touched on this throughout all of the other simple things that we've talked about is know what your goal is and stick to that goal for four to eight weeks. Progressive overload, make it harder for yourself. If you're doing it every day for eight weeks at the same weight with the same reps, it's too easy. You're not learning, you're not getting better. Mm. You need to fail better to suck less. Mm -hmm. And that's that's what I mean with follow program. Well done. Yeah. <laughs> Bang. We can end this Full right start. here. <laughs> and we're out. So yeah, follow program. Yeah, I think that's actually pretty, pretty huge. And I would also say if you are a coach, I fell into this trap for a very long time. I wrote my own programming for a very long time. Mm. And it wasn't until I started branching out and trying other programs that I realized how incredibly bad I was at certain things. Mm-hmm. And it really, it was, it was good. Like you don't realize how much you avoid your weaknesses until you have somebody else programming those weaknesses for you. Right. Yeah. yeah. Single I, w- I would go along with the whole like follow a program at Tough Temple at the very least here. We have so many different pro- uh, classes <laughs> to offer and your program could be Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, CrossFit, mm-hmm. Thursday hit mm-hmm. with a mix of kettlebell at night. Mm-hmm. And then you come in on Friday, you know, weekend, Friday is your day off, let's say. Mm-hmm. And then Saturday you hit barbell, mm-hmm. you know, your program can be whatever you want it to be. Just stick to it. Yeah. And, you know? and not forever. It, exactly. Yeah. Things can change up. Yeah. You know, things can change. You can, but do it long enough to see if to it see, works. Yeah. Right. Agreed. And yep. I think that's a big thing where people that have been at other like global gyms for a long time, they've come in, they've kind of putzed around on the same equipment mm-hmm. for ever. And yep. they've done the same 
12 exercises maybe total forever, right? Um, so I think like stick on a program that it might be uncomfortable that yeah. first week, two, three, four, right? But then you'll start to feel the change happening and then it, it gets to be a lot more enjoyable. What, is it, worth what do they trying. call that at the Globo Gyms? What's the, that? The plateau effect? Is that what they call? Is, is that, that something that exists? You do the well, same it's, thing. It's over also and over, because you stop. there's no objective measurement, right? right? Yeah, like yeah. they're not measuring their rounds and reps. They're not measuring yeah. how long it takes them. Like you know, that's where I think a lot of uh, fitness in the last you know ten years, largely thanks to CrossFit, they've made it more objectively measurable and repeatable, and that you can measure your fitness. Right? Yeah, mm -hmm. and that's easy enough. Like a, a a program, like I said, it doesn't have to be something that you buy online or it doesn't have to be an upper lower split. It can literally be every Monday I do these five exercises, but next week I'm going to add five pounds. Mm -hmm. The week after that, I'm going to add five pounds and add two reps. Like mm -hmm. just progressively challenge yourself. For sure. So important. Who's next? Up for grabs. Steve, take it. Cool. Yeah. Um, my most important one is, is have fun, right? We are, you know, not full-time athletes. We're not getting paid to do this. We come to the gym to increase our fitness and see people and have a good time. And that's why I do it. You know, I genuinely enjoy being around you people. So I come to the gym to have a good time, right? Mm -hmm. And that's my way of kind of relaxing after a work day and, you know, on weekends. Um, you know, if I ever get to the point where it's no longer fun for me, no, <laughs> but you know, like that is the point, right? Like I enjoy being here. So don't take things so seriously. Remember your why, right? So mm -hmm. why are we here? And, you know, fitness is always a good, you know, side effect or like main effect, right? It's, it's always good to have and mm -hmm. to increase that. But for the most of us in our day-to-day -day lives, it's just to be better yeah. every single day. Yeah, and, sure. And you guys do that. I make your life better. Yeah. You hear that, Gio? That's great for him. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, that is not my experience. <laughs> All, right. All right, next. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. uh, a little bit tying in with that, uh, it's my most important one, and this is probably geared for me specifically, uh, is stop comparing yourself to others. Uh, I cannot stress how much it's affected me where I've come across points where I've just wanted to stop altogether. Mm -hmm. um, because it can be, it can be very daunting uh, when you see so many fit individuals around you. Right. Uh, and like, I want to do that. Right. You know, and this isn't CrossFit games at, at level, you know, obviously if I see one of them and what they're doing on Instagram, like I know that's, but I'm seeing this person maybe every single day and they're just dominating mm -hmm. every single time. I put myself in that situation. I tried comparing myself. I was like, well, I need to do this. Like mm -hmm. I've been doing this long enough. I should be able to push myself. And I just crash and burn yeah. mm -hmm. because my body wasn't ready for it because my mind wasn't ready for it because I wasn't ready to accept, you know, kind of my limitations at that given point. Mm -hmm. And, uh, yeah, it would, it would wreck me. Yeah. It would wreck me to a point I just wanted to stop everything altogether, mm -hmm. fitness stuff. And that triggered a lot of other things in me. But I feel once I just started focusing on me and being able to say, like, well, you know what? I move really well. Mm -hmm. I, when I do a movement, it looks good. 
You drop you know, it low. Like I yeah, I listen, I'm happy with <laughs> dropping it low on every means. That's that full range of motion he was talking yeah, about. Yeah, that full range of motion. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I think also personally what affected me was when I broke my hand, right? Mm -hmm. There was a lot of things that I could no longer do, mm -hmm. right? But because I focused on myself, because I focused on the stuff that I knew one day would come in handy, I was able to do zombie squats, you know, mm -hmm. a, a crazy amount and mm -hmm. still keep myself active. Yeah. But by doing that, again, focusing on me, stop comparing yourself, have fun with your training, acknowledge you, treat yourself. Yeah. Be nice to yourself. I think the uh, the you versus you mentality is huge. And if you if you talk to a lot of athletes, a lot of coaches and a lot of athletes, they'll tell you when they got injured or they had some sort of major setback, it made them a much better athlete. It made them more coachable. It made them a better coach. Like um, all of that, because that that hardship and that experience is what shapes you mm -hmm. um, as an athlete and as a coach for yeah. sure. Like. I can speak from my own experience, but like broke my back like that. I had to learn how to rehab that. It was like, that was a big thing. It was like, am I ever going to be able to lift again? I don't know. Right. Mm -hmm. Uh, cancer. It was like, there was a period of time. A lot of people don't know this cause I didn't talk about it, but there was a period of time probably in the first four months or so when I was on chemo last time I was limping up and downstairs. Like I could not walk much less lift. And I didn't touch a barbell for about four months. And it was like, this might be my life now. Yeah. Like that, there was a very real moment there where it was like, that might be it. And mentally, I've always framed my identity as a person around being a very physically active person yeah. and a coach. Like I've been teaching in one capacity or another since I was 13, mm -hmm. right? And that like, that mentally was not easy. Yeah. It was really tough. but. 100% coming out of that, it made me a better coach. It made me a more empathetic coach. It made me a much more aware person because I had to look and see for like the things you're talking about in terms of people struggling with what they're, they're putting their self through, mm -hmm. their own self-talk, like all that stuff. It's, mm -hmm. it's, it's massive. Yeah. That's definitely a big thing. Yeah. My own experience with it is like the sooner you can learn to make it a you versus you and mm -hmm. not a you versus them or you versus the people that you see, the sooner you can learn how to do that, you're happier in all facets of life. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'll be honest, I've, I've worked with a therapist for years on this. And the sooner you realize that nobody really cares what you're doing, mm -hmm. yeah. the easier it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 And the sooner you realize everyone needs therapy. Everyone. I love my therapist. Mm -hmm. yeah. Um, well, I feel like we could end it right there, but we have one more and it's mine. I'm self, oh, I, selfishly, I selfishly took the last one. I feel like we <laughs> should have oh, ended like, this right, one. Love it. But this is, this ties into our core values. We talk about community, consistency and character. Consistency for me in all the years that I've been coaching, consistency is the one factor that I think has the most determination over your long-term progress. And my thing is show up four to five days a week to work out, mm. whether it's here or it's going for a hike or it's going for a swim or whatever it is, four to five days a week, move your ass more than you're not moving it. Right. Mm. So there shouldn't be this like four days or five days of nothing. It should be four to five days a week. You're doing something. 
And having a place like this is great because the community keeps you more engaged. It's more fun, right? There's all of that stuff. But I think that just holding yourself accountable to showing up, like it's not always going to be your best day. That's fine. Right. Yeah. Just show up for four to yeah. five days a week and you will make way more progress over the long term because you'll make progress even on the days where you feel like you're wasting your time. Yep. You're still getting something from that. It's worth it. And the sooner the sooner you make a habit of it, the more the less it feels like a job. Oh, for the sure. The less you feel like you have to get out of bed and go to the gym versus this is just what I do. Absolutely. Every day. Absolutely. Genuinely so. look forward to coming here. Yeah. It's always a fun one. And yeah. I think it's important like you were saying, like if you if you're measuring the wrong way, how you feel about showing up is going to change. Yeah. Right? So if you find yourself not enjoying it, right? There's a reason. Absolutely. And, yeah. you, and you need to reframe something, Absolutely. right? And that's okay. Mm -hmm. I mean, at the end of the day, it's okay. Like when I first started here, I really wanted to get back into weightlifting. Mm -hmm. And then three, four weeks ago, I realized I hate coming to the gym. But I don't hate coming to the gym. I was frustrated with weightlifting. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I've not been weightlifting. Right. And that's, CrossFit girly. I'm a CrossFit girl, cardio queen. And that's okay. Did you ever think you were going to say any of those things? Yeah. <laughs> Before you met me, I ran a half marathon. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. But you're a CrossFit girly. CrossFit like, girly. Lizzie, Lizzie five years ago? No way. I would have said that. I think it's also, you know, what you were alluding to a little bit too. I think when people look forward to coming to the gym, we've also helped out on the mental approach for people wanting to get back into the gym as well. And some people I've had to say, listen, put your scores in sugar wad. Great. Stop looking at the leaderboard. Mm -hmm. yeah. Right. Stop looking at the leaderboard at the end of the day. And some people feel defeated by that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, like number one, right? Some of y'all <laughs> be lying. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And, Shots. Tell them, and, dude. And, Tell them. And, and I've said it in plenty of my classes. Like, you know, sometimes your full push-ups were not full push-ups. Yeah. But anybody could do that in yeah. any given class, yeah. right? And then you're comparing that, and you ultimately may have the better form. Uh, show up. You know, mm -hmm. have fun. That consistent yeah. factor will come in handy. You're going to see the best improvements by it. But, again with all the other stuff that we're saying have fun don't compare yourself show up this is this is therapy for me oh for sure know? and and i look forward to that every single day yeah 100 yeah. percent. so too. yeah if you're consistent you'll fail better suck less wow i kill it every week you're, you're doing it twice though it's sorry like too, it's like too much i'm not gonna lie my hip's been cramping this whole time it's been really <laughs> <laughs> well that's it for this that week. was great <laughs> Thank you guys so much. Uh, again, Steve, why don't you give us our, tell the people what to do. Yeah. So check us out on the YouTube. Microphone. Oh, he just grabbed it from you. Oh. He I fist bumped you and took the took mic the at mic. the same yeah, time. Was, he's ahead of things. Yeah. So check us out on Spotify and on YouTube uh, soon, hopefully. On Apple. We're on Apple. We're on Apple. We're on Apple. We're on Apple a day. We're officially okay. official. We're officially on Apple. But yeah, just give us a like, a subscribe, share, follow. Let us know what you want us to talk about next and uh, have a comment. Good Leave a comment. We can't thank you guys enough, honestly, for all the feedback, uh, for sharing. Uh, we've seen a bunch of people show some love on Instagram, being able to share this stuff. Uh, just greatly appreciate it. Thank you guys so much for allowing us to be part of your lives, not just in the gym, but at home, wherever you guys may listen to your podcast. We appreciate it.
I'd like to formally apologize for calling Gio Kanye Let's last week. Let's stay friends. <laughs> <laughs>